Hey, everybody. Uh, Dylan here. So a few weeks ago, we did an episode about animal encounters. It was called Face to Face. And it was all about the times when me or my colleagues had stumbled across some unusual animal and had an interesting encounter with it. Something that just felt surprising or wondrous or out of place. I introduced you to Mr. Beans, this both incredibly hideous and incredibly cute opossum hanging out on the beach. And now we get to hear some of your stories. You called in and you shared some just amazing, amazing tales of animal encounters that you have had. Everywhere from the sea to the forest. So stick around and we are going to hear first about a magical animal encounter out on the ocean. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Skip the waiting room. TireRack.com now offers convenient mobile tire installation in select areas. Simply shop TireRack.com for your next set of tires, and at checkout, choose Tire Rack Mobile Tire Installation. An expertly trained technician will arrive with your tires and install them on-site, at home, at the office, wherever you are. You'll spend less time waiting and more time doing the things you enjoy. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hi there, this is Jack originally from England, and I want to tell you about my face-to-face experience. So I worked as a whale-watching tour guide in Iceland for a number of years. As you can imagine, when you're dealing with such intelligent and individual animals like whales and dolphins, you'll see some really amazing things, and I did. There's one encounter which really sticks in my mind. So we were out on the sea and we were watching some minke whales. Now minke whales are the smallest of the the baleen whales, you know, your big typical blue whales, your humpback whales, all these, and the minke whale is the smallest species. And there was a juvenile. And, you know, it's common for juveniles to be inquisitive and uh, sometimes a bit cheeky. And this particular minky whale started out just simply hanging out near the boat, just swimming around us, taking a look at, at the boat, taking a look at the people on board, which is always lovely. Then things started getting a bit more interesting. So after it just kind of hung around us for a while, it suddenly it pops up, it takes a dive and it pops up, you know, maybe... 100 metres away, swimming away from the boat. So, you know, as the tour guide, I'm like, okay, 
And this whale is, uh, is saying goodbye, alright? Well, you know, say goodbye to this whale, everyone. Ex- fully expecting never to see that whale again, at least not that day. And then, you know, a few minutes later, the whale has dived again. And then it pops up again right at the front of the boat. It's like, oh, it came back. Okay. And then it takes a dive and appears, you know, about 100 metres away, swimming away from us very quickly. Okay, right, well, it's saying bye again, okay. And then it pops up right in front of the boat again. And it honestly seemed like this whale was trying to get us to instigate a chase. Going like, all right, now I'm over here. Come on, come get me. And then, oh, what are you doing? You know, I said, come chase me. Obviously, we, of course, did not instigate a chase of the whale. And then it uh, kind of comes up on the side of the boat and is again just kind of staying at the surface, just, just watching us. And then the most remarkable thing happened, the thing which I will never, ever be able to explain. So the whale, it stuck just its head out of the water, and then it just starts opening and closing its mouth, just fully opening, closing its mouth. Just these huge jaws, just almost like like a, like a sock puppet, like a muppet just, you know, soundless, just the jaws, just opening, closing, opening and closing. And of course, whales, they don't breathe through their mouth, you know, they, there is genuine, there is no biological reason for the whale to be doing this. It showed us a playful and inquisitive and curious side that I've never seen that level of trust and uh, yeah I've, I've, I've never seen anything quite like that and I doubt I ever will and um, yeah that's my most remarkable face to face experience Hello, this is Holly Magog from Kenya. I am currently in my mud hut in bed and I have just finished listening to Atlas Obscura face-to-face, stories from your staff about interesting animals they've come across. I think I have plenty of stories. But this one I think is the most amazing and it's the one that I've struggled the most with because nobody has yet believed me. But I swear on my life that this happened. So I had been living in Australia three years and I had to go and renew my visa. And in order to renew my visa, I had to leave the country. So I went to New Zealand and I had to go into town every single day in Auckland. And just down on the beachfront, there's Kelly's Antarctic Centre. So I thought I would walk down to Kelly's Antarctic Centre and have a day at the centre and see everything in there. And I'm heading down and the waves, the the tide is kind of mid-level, it's a very calm sea, it's a lovely day. 
and I'm walking down towards Kelly's and these two Japanese tourists are on the edge pointing down at something and they're filming. And I wander up and I have a look and I cannot believe my eyes. There is a platypus. Now, I have seen by this stage many platypuses because I had really gone out of my way in Australia to see this incredible animal. And here, right against the wall, was a platypus, happily swimming around, ducking, diving, coming up to the surface, swimming down. You could clearly see his tail. There was no waves. It was a platypus, 170% a platypus. And I could not believe it because, number one, Platypus do not occur in New Zealand. And number two, they do not occur in salt water. So it was beyond anything that I could have imagined. And he looked completely happy. There was no signs of stress. So I I wrote down my email address on a piece of paper and my phone number, and I gave it to these Japanese who didn't speak any English. And I was trying to mime, you know, you must email me the photos that you've taken. Meanwhile... I thought, this is just too amazing. And I ran. I ran all the way to Kelly's Antarctic. There weren't many people in the queue, but I pushed to the front and I said, you have to come, you have to come. There's a platypus in the ocean. You have to come and see this platypus in the ocean. And the guy looked at me with his Kiwi accent and he says, Madam, it's probably an otter. But I couldn't, I couldn't persuade a single person to come with me back up. To where the platypus had been. So I walked back up to try, or ran back up to try and see if these Japanese tourists were still there, but they had disappeared and I couldn't see the platypus. So I'm left with this incredible story that to this day I tell and I know what I saw. And 100% I saw a platypus in the ocean in New Zealand, just about, I don't know, half a kilometer or more from Kelly's Antarctic Center. Hi, my name is Travis Williams. So I have a wild animal story that I would love to share. I was over in England for an event called Dungeons and Dragons in a Castle. I had some friends who lived in England that I had been playing Dungeons and Dragons with since 2020. And we decided that after I left the castle, we would meet up and hang out for a little bit in the northeast of England. And so they picked me up from the castle And we go to our Airbnb in Durham and Northumbria, just this beautiful little townhouse. And the very first night, we're sitting at this dining room table, and we're playing a card game, and we all have our mugs of tea, and we're all excited to finally be sitting in a room live with each other for the first time. And it's getting dark outside, and there are these French doors that look out into the backyard, And my friend Maddie just says, oh, look, a hedgie. (laughs) So I turn to look out the back door where she's looking, and we see this tiny little hedgehog just waddling its way across the backyard. And it was just so funny because you think of people having hedgehogs as pets, but I just never considered actually seeing one out in the wild. So we just kind of sit there and we watch this hedgehog make its way across the yard and it gets this little 
band of shrubbery before the actual hedge, and it just kind of like lifts itself up and just sort of tumbles forward. This little hind legs kicking over the shrubbery, and uh, it, it gets back up. It rights itself. It sniffs around a little bit, and then it just trots off into the hedge. And it was just this very cute little sweet moment uh, that I just remember punctuating this wonderful, cozy moment of us finally being able to all be in a room together and just enjoying each other's company and playing cards for the first time over in England. And it was just a great little story. Hi, Atlas Obscura. My name is Brenda Barnhart. I live in the Bay Area. And I wanted to tell you about an amazing animal encounter that I had in June. So I went on a hike in a new spot in Tilden Regional Park in Berkeley. And it was pretty early in the morning, pretty foggy and chilly and cold. And I was just walking along the path when I saw what looked like a dog and then quickly realized was a bobcat. I freaked out by very quietly, you know, got out my phone and started recording it. And you can hear me on the camera going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Because I have never seen a bobcat before in my life. And it's one of the animals that I've always wanted to see. It wasn't an adult bobcat. It was definitely a juvenile. And it didn't seem at all intimidated by me or scared. It was walking alongside the path that was paved. And it was just so beautiful and sweet and thin. So I was worried maybe it was sick, maybe it was hungry, maybe it was just out moseying down the path and it was fine. So I thought it would run away, but I continued to just follow far behind it and it was just going down the path. Eventually, I was able to get next to it and I just sent it some love and told it I hoped it was doing okay and it wasn't sick and um, just walked on down the path feeling so amazed, so in love with this bobcat and with nature and being given this gift of seeing this amazing creature that people don't get to see very often, especially in Bay Area where bobcats usually are skittish and hide and you never see them. So that was a really magical wildlife moment that I had that I wanted to share. Thank you for sending these incredible stories. It is just such a joy to hear from you all. And we have another question for you. So we want to hear your stories about places that you visited that either far exceeded or vastly, vastly failed to meet your expectations. Maybe you saw some incredible, beautiful, breathtaking photo on the internet. You went to hike up to this rocky outcropping and there was a line three miles long of people waiting to take that same picture that you saw on the internet. Or maybe you stopped by some place that looked just absolutely cruddy. You thought this is going to be horrible and it ended up being the best part of your trip. We want to hear places that blew your mind, totally surprised you, or utterly and completely let you down. 
To tell us the story, give us a call at 315-992-7902 and leave a message telling us your name and story. And our mailbox will cut you off after about two minutes. So just call back if you get disconnected or you can record a voice memo of any length and email it to us at hello at atlasobscura.com. We cannot wait to hear from all of you. This episode was produced by Manolo Morales. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Baudelaire, Gabby Gladney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Are you struggling to lower your bad LDL cholesterol, even though you may be taking a statin, swapping steaks for salads, and exercising while listening to this podcast? Ask your doctor if Repatha Evolocumab is right for you. With Repatha, you can dramatically reduce bad cholesterol and the risk of another heart attack while enjoying life, too, because you're human. And with convenient self-administration, you can take Repatha in the comfort of your own home. Do not take Repatha if you're allergic to it. Repatha can cause serious allergic reactions. Signs include trouble breathing or swallowing, or swelling of the face. Most common side effects include runny nose, sore throat, common cold symptoms, flu or flu-like symptoms, back pain, high blood sugar and redness, pain, or bruising at the injection site. Visit Repatha.com or call 1-844-REPATHA. Talk to your doctor today about Repatha.